welcome again to another episode of the Bayan Filipina Podcast. I am here again, your host, Inya Hulada, and here with me is again <laughs> our recurring special guest host, Aji Baji. So for this week's episode, we are going to talk about the bomb! <laughs> yes, she was the bomb. She was the leader or a leader of the Hukbalahap, yung Hukbong Bayan laban sa mga Hapon. Pag-uusapan natin ngayon si Remedios Gomez Paraiso or kilala sa pangalang Commander Liwayway. Also in this episode, kasi while doing the research for this episode, meron akong mga several news clips and one interview, interview. Uh, interview of her son and grandson na gusto ko sana isama rin. So, magpiplay ako ng clip kasi I think there is no better way of telling the story than hearing it from her descendants themselves. Yeah, yung credits Man. natin as always sa show notes natin. So, let us again start from the beginning. Remedios Gomez was born in 1919 in the province of Pampanga. Medyo excited ako dito kasi gusto ko siya ipasok doon sa episode kasi may possibility na kamag-anak natin siya. <laughs> Possibilidad lang naman. Possibility Pero ano kasi, confirm. parang ano yun, kung background sa amin, taga-pampanga kasi ang aming mother dearest. And no, yung father ng mother natin. <laughs> yung, father ng, yung father ng mother namin. And uh, yun. Sa, at sa pampanga rin sila sa San Fernando. So medyo excited din ako. Okay, so anyway, balik tayo sa kanya. She was the daughter of the provincial mayor Basilio Gomez um, at the time, and as a teenager, si Remedios ay she she had an interest in making dresses and perfumes, and then um nung lumakilaki rin siya onte nagsumali siya sa mga local beauty pageants and of course she won those beauty pageants and she was actually a local beauty oh, so imagine niyo kasi ganda ang ganda ni madam actually if you look at her pictures makita mo talaga postura. Uh-oh. yung yung way pa lang yung way ng dalahan niya talaga mala beauty queen din pero nakita mo rin yung way ng dalahan niya is mala fighter din mm-hmm. fighter moms din siya so of course kanina is yung entrance natin is sa balahap nga so of course obviously yung time ng paglaban niya is that yung time ng Japanese occupation and when the Filipinos started fighting back against the Japanese yung nagkaroon ng hook rebellion which went from 1945 to 1954. And during this time, her father organized a rebellion against the occupying Japanese locally. Kasi diba, na. natandaan nyo, syempre, ito na yung panahon na yung mga Hapon, unti-unti, although ang, in history, diba, nakita natin na, kunyari, ma, ang way ng mga Japanese ay pani, pa, paniwalain na ang mga Pilipino ay nag-lead pa din, tapos sila para advisors lang. Pero syempre, given din na yung tatay ni, ni Commander Liwayway ay government official at that time, malamang, malamang sa malamang na malat. Tsaka, na, I think, nakikita niya na it isn't that way. Hindi sila... Hindi dapat hindi, hindi, parang nagmamanipulate somehow. Yung, at saka for show lang, yung pag, paglagay sa positions ng mga Pilipino sa government na tinatalaga or ginagawa ng mga Hapon. So, siguro at, at this time, naisip niya, it's about time we fight back. But unfortunately, he was captured and then he was tortured and executed. Tapos, as if that was not enough, yung katawan niya, it was put on display as an example for the native people. Kumbaga, Kasi diba yung time na yun, diba, parang kapag ka nakita, actually, 
even before the Japanese period, kapag ka nagugo against ka sa mga colonizers natin, even yung Spanish period, ang madalas sa ginagawa, to torture, pag nadakip ka, to torture in, papatayin, at mas madala doon, didisplay ka sa plaza. Oh, which and is saka sa mga palad, yun yung na-experience. Na oh, yun, na-experience. And hindi rin naman yun niya. exclusive dito sa mga colonizers natin. Kasi, you know, ewan ko, Western world din, na yun nga yung ginagawa nila sa mga lalo nung 16th century. Yun. So, yun nga yung nangyari sa kanya. Rebellion, wag tularan. Ganun yung gusto Uh-oh. nilang mangyari. So, upon her father's death, syempre, may, syempre nagalit siya. So, she swore revenge. And uh, at the time, student siya. And she left school and she joined a different school. A school for communist guerrillas. Which, which was jokingly called Stalin University kasi kilala natin si Stalin, di ba? Kumbaga, uh-huh. komunista. Uh-huh. Tapos nakakatawalan kasi titignan mo yung patterns natin sa history. Di ba, pagka titignan mo yung mga parts na bansa natin na may mga NPA or even yung mga may mga terrorist groups. Not that I'm comparing them, di ba? Para makita mo na meron silang tinatayong parang schools sa mga communities nila sa mga mm. settlements nila. Siyempre, mm. to train, not just to train them for education, ay, for formal education that we're having, pero mostly para sa combat, sa strategies, and, and so And yung ano, idealism, Marxist idealism. Uh-oh. So, after leaving Pampanga, si Remedios at yung kapatid niya na si Oscar, na-recruit sila ng mga hook malapit sa Mount Araya. And doon sa recruitment niya na yun, yung first assignment niya was actually as nurse service. Kasi ayan na naman tayo. Gender hindi nga daw kasi gender roles. Hindi nga naman daw for the battlefield. Hindi expected na ang, baba, ang kababaihan uh, ay nasa front lines at lumalaban. Pa, pero according doon sa sa interview doon sa anak niya, kapag, kapag nire-retell niya yung story niya, nire-resist niya yung assignment na yun. So yes, nag-go into siya doon sa assignment in nursing. Pero eventually binigyan din siya ng uh, binigyan siya ng chance na makipaglaban because at that time only 10% of the soldiers were female and within a few months yung mga superiors niya na recognize yung fighting spirit niya so inappoint siya pinapointan siya ng isang squadron of 200 men and then she took the name Commander Liwayway while mostly yung trabaho ng squadron niya was um, the provisioning of food and supplies which often ginagawa nila to by stealing from the Japanese troops. Ano pa rin, hindi, hindi pa rin sila, na, ano mo yun, na, napapasabak pa rin sila sa laban. And she went on to fight in Pampanga, in Tarlac, and in Samales. Idagdag ko lang, kaka. Na-mention mo kanina yung nagnanakaw sila ng mga, ng mga resources sa mga Japanese. Sandaan natin itong time na to, di ba? Sobrang wala tayo ng resources to the point na nag-resort to backyard farming yung mga tao. So, why am I saying this? Kasi nakikita na natin na this time, yung mga hooks, alam na nila na yung mga resources na yung mga resources ba na dapat na-distribute din sa mga tao, yung mga hapon, ginagamit yon mostly para sa benefits nila, para sa war efforts nila. Kasi itong World War II, eh, diba? So, uh, hindi lang naman sila nakikipaglaban dito lang sa Pilipinas. Yung iba pa nilang mga inoccupy na, inoccupy na mga bansa. So, in her brief statement of service, so, syempre, um, nung, nung na, in, ano, galing sa kanya mismo na, nung na-interview siya, sabi niya, I also joined expedition forces to unorganized territories. 
1943, I was designated Chief of the Military Provision Division of Regional Command Number no. 3. Itong Regional Command Number no. 3 na to, isa to sa mga nag-rescue dun sa mga American pilots na na-down na nung mga kalaban ng mga Hapon. So, andun sila mga rescue missions din sila. And she remained Chief of the Provision until it was disbanded in December 1945. Now, during the Battle of Kamansi, So, kasama nila dito yung Philippine Army. And siguro sobrang mukhang sa Philippine Army mukhang nasa losing side sila. So, the Philippine Army was ordered to retreat. Pero siya at yung squad niya, hindi sila pumayag. They refused. And eventually, they successfully fought off these Japanese forces despite being vastly outnumbered. Siya at yung troop niya of around 100 plus hooks, nag-remain sila in their place. And they turned the tide. And by the time na dumating na yung mga reinforcements, halos tapos na yung laban eh. Halos, ubos na nila yung mga kalaban. Kumbaga yung reinforcements nila parang finishing up. touches. <laughs> Oo, oh, clean up crew na lang parang gano'n. Pero nakakatuwa kasi dito <laughs> sa mga laban na to, sa mga records, na-mention yung ano niya, kung yung physical appearance niya. Uh-oh. So nakakatuwa kasi, di ba, beauty queen si madam. Tapos uh-huh. ano siya, basically, Madam nga, so postura, ganyan. Sino mag-aakala na mismo sa battlefield? Dadali niya yun. Dadali niya yung postura Uh-oh. na yun. O diba, bonggang-bongga. Oo, she, she actually was, or she actually became known for going into battle dressed elegantly. So, may paayos ng buhok, naka-manicure, naka-makeup, and then famously, nagsusuot siya before battle ng bright red lipstick. So, you know, normally isipin parang parang medyo kakaiba yun kasi parang kakaiba yung priority mo kapag makeup ka ba bago ka lumaban. Pero, on the other hand, and ito mismo nang galing sa kanya eh, may dalawang purpose tong ginagawa niya. Number one was, you know, to to inspire her troops na makita siya na kalmado siya before ng laban. Kung baga, calm and collected siya. And grace under siya. pressure. Oh, grace under pressure. And then on the other hand, and this was her words, uh, it, this was from her, actually, she said, I am fighting for the right to be myself. Kumbaga, kung lumalaban ako para sa kalayaan ko na maging ako eh. So, eh, eto ako. So, so bakit, bakit mo itatago? Bakit uh-oh. mo ibahin? Porket magiging gusgusin tayo after hindi naman, ano mo yun? Hindi naman ibig sabihin ito. Dress your best. Parang ano pa? Mukhang, mukha kang kawawa din. Pero, uh-oh. not to offend those people who, who, who don't dress uh-oh. or don't present themselves that way. Pero uh-oh. sa kanya, ito yung paraan niya para ipakita at panindigan na ito ako, ganito ako, Uh-oh. ito ang pinaglalaban ko. Oh, and uh, it's actually, ano, diba, parang nakakatawa no, rin yan. Kasi, na, ano eh, like, uh, ano mo yun, kunyan, like, ako personally, hindi naman ako mag-makeup, pero ikaw nag-makeup ka, I respect that. And you're fighting for the right to do that. It's to one choose, step, oh, 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 diba? it's one step higher. So, she embraced her femininity and simultaneously showed her troops how to become and compose even in the face of death. So, alam mo yun, so iba talaga. And this, however, was no mean feat. Kasi yung Hook Rebellion, well, it saw the women being integrated in the troops and in the battle. Yung, or general, more general or greater public, syempre, hindi, hindi yun nakikira. Kasi, at the time, yun nga, yung mga babae nga na, hindi yun yung gender role ng mga babae. So, parang, ano mo yun, ang tawag lang sa kanila forest wives. Parang ganun. Mm-hmm. So, so, hindi sila parang medyo in- hindi sila binibigyan sila. ng Hindi binibigyan ng 
karampatang recognition Uh-oh. yung mga efforts din nila sa pag uh, during the rebellion. Eh nakakatuwa kasi yung time na yun, parang ano ba nak ano ba naririnig natin about sa hooks? At saka when you say hooks, ako na unang maiisip mo, 'di ba? Yung mga yung mga lalaki or sila Luis Taruk, ganyan, 'di ba? Pero hindi natin dapat kinakalimutan na yung mga kababaihan sa hooks, 'di ba nga hindi ko nga alam na may mga kababaihan very active sa hooks at uh-huh. history teacher ako, sorry po. Pero yun, nakakatuwa kasi ano, ito, isang pangal- pangalan ng babae na nagsasabi na hindi lang siya, madami pang iba, at meron silang iba pang mga roles sa hook, sa hook balahap. Noong time na to, hindi lang sila, hindi lang sila expected na maging um, tag- tagaluto or Tagalers. like what they said, forest wives, kaya nilang lumaban. Oh, and ang nakaka- nakakalungkot kasi, yung, yung, alam mo, yung mainstream press at the time, tinawag pa sila na ano sila, unfit mothers sila, or mga prostitutes, ganun. Kumbaga, parang... Hindi binigyan talaga ng halaga ang kanil, yung contributions or, or mas dinadawin dinigrade, sila. O, dinigrade sila. So, syempre, si Lewaywai, parang, shit no! You know, hindi, hindi pwede. Hindi ganun. Actually, yung, yung pa, ano pa niya, yung pag-uphold niya ng pagiging babae niya, hindi lang naman sa pakikipaglaban. There was one time, a comrade, parang nag, ano mo yun, yung nag-sexual innuendos ng mga joke-joke lang. Diba eh, maganda nga si ma'am. Tsaka well, kahit regardless, regardless naman kung maganda ka o hindi, kung si kuya ay... It was an uncalled for gesture or comment sa kanya. So, galit si Challenge pa niya sa duel. Although, wala akong sources na makita kung anong nangyari sa duel na yun. Pero ano mo yun, parang... Hindi mo ko dapat i-disrespect. So, yung mga pinaglalaban natin today, hindi lang ngayon yung... Andun din yung sa kanila, pero syempre pa isa-isa lang kasi at the time, di ba? Well, hindi siya masyadong yun. Sabi naman nung leaders ng mga guerillas, kapag kausap mo siya, she did not talk about dresses, dancing, perfumes, yung mga expected na gusto. Oh, tsaka di ba yun yun na, no? Ang introduction na natin sa kanya, oh, di ba? Yun yung mga interest niya. She never talked about that. Oo, she talked about the work they had to do or the work to had they had to be done yung mga tasks nila sa organization and yung mga kailangan nilang i-overcome no obstacles dun sa group nila and dun sa pinaglalaban so, nila so kung ano yung focus talaga hindi siya ano yun walang pagpasok na unnecessary things kailangan talaga naka-focus siya dun sa goals nila di ba commander liwayway became a prisoner of war twice due to sadly to betrayals by double agents na naka-infiltrate dun sa host. And on both times naman, she narrowly escaped execution. Even kasi after the rebe- rebellion, she knew that the struggle wasn't over. Eventually kasi sumunod, bumalik pa rin siya sa mga hooks eh. Kasi alam niya na, although nag-establish na ng air quote, democratic government nun, kumbaga may idea siya na hindi pa ito totoong government kasi kung kasi 'di ba after nila tandaan natin 'di ba parang after ang liberation natin o oh, binigyan sila recognition for a bit for some time pero eventually hindi kasi sila pareho ng yung mga hooks hindi sila pareho ng ideals ng Ameri- ng, ng American government and at the same time ng gobyerno natin at, at that saka, time kasi nga ito yung commonwealth commonwealth oh, 'di ba saka ito yung yung excuse ng US yung forever na na-excuse nila before na ay masyado pang bata itong government na to hindi pa nila kaya mag-isa. So, sa totoo mm-hmm. lang, hindi naman si talaga Benever pa tayo yun. Si Benevert, simulation nila forever more. Oo, hindi pa, hindi pa talaga tayo lang yun. 
So, mm-hmm. meron pa rin naka-hover pa rin Naka-eye sila sa atin. Oo. Oh, so, yon bumalik siya sa underground. Lalo na because of this one incident. Kasi, anong nangyari, hinunt down din yung mga commanders. And, unfortunately, yung kapatid niya na si Oscar... nahuli din siya. And itong mga ginather na leaders and members ng Hooks, inarrest sila and then pinatay din sila. So, parang sila, so, tumulong kami, lumaban kami, but, but, but may ganito pa. Bakit, bakit may ganyan? So, so yung from dating, pa. so, yung from dating hukbong bayang labang sa hapon nila, nag-an na sila, hukbong mapagpalaya yung bayan. Kasi nga, for them, nakikita na itong mga hook members na to na tumulong, na maliberate ang Pilipinas, na hindi pa rin nabibigay yung needs nila. Okay. Kasi ba diba, nung panahon na yun, yung dinidemand nila, o oh, di sige, tumulong kami, pero may ito yung kailangan namin. Hindi pa rin sila binibigyan nun. So, With that, na-introduce sila ng gobyerno at that time as parang enemy of the state. At nagkaroon ng pangit na image sa sa mga tao. So, di ba, pag nakita natin nung time na nito, pag sinabing hooks, kalaban na, komunista, masama, ganyan, nanggugulo. Pero, at the same time, you have to look at the roots din. So, yun nga, yung sad na yun, kasi hinuli sila at pinatay sila. Kahit na, ginant sila ng air quote again, amnesty. So, yon she was arrested and charged for treason for the first time. Ito yung unang beses na, na naging uh, prisoner of war siya. She was caught on the way to be treated for a bout of malaria. Na sobrang lala nung malaria niya na halos din siya makapaglakad. Isipin mo, may sakit pa siya, tapos hinuli siya. Mm-hmm. So, sinar siya niyan nga ng rebellion, sedition, insurrection. Kaso, she proved herself a media darling. Or nagkaroon pa siya ng chance na she, she was talking smack to the president's face. Na, ewan ko, pinag-anuhan din siya. Pili ko na gamit niya yung pagiging beauty queen niya. Uh-oh. Sa, sa advantage niya. Oo. Diba? So, diba? Parang, na, yun dah, nakakatawa kasi dung nasa hook sa lumalaban sa mga hapon. Ito yung katauhan niya eh. Yung nas, yung na-sustain niya na personality niya. Dala pa din niya even after nung gera. Tapos, dahil doon, alam mo yun, nagiging, yun yung naggagamit niya to her advantage. Oh. And this time, nakikita natin na yung pagiging, yung sabi nga media darling, di ba? Parang, girl, nagka-ano to, hindi basta-basta. Saka, yung sinasabi sa mga babae, yung pang women empowerment something na, o di sige, ito yung tingin mo sa amin, ganyan. O di gagamitin ko siya as my strength. Uh-huh. <laughs> And yun, so she was released shortly after. And yun nga, so sumali siya dun sa expansion forces sa Visayas. Kasama niya na dito this time yung asawa niya. And here, unfortunately, for the second time, she was arrested. And it was more there kasi yung asawa niya napatay. And she was, she herself was thrown into solitary confinement. Although, you know, so, uh, soon after, na-acquit naman siya at nakalabas na siya. Pero being that, may anak na kasi sila. So, she was newly a single mother. Hindi na siya bumalik or hindi na siya nag-join dun sa warfare. Pero it, it doesn't mean na nag-stop na siya sa pakikipaglaban. Kasi hanggang sa pa-end ng life niya or hanggang sa padulo na ng life niya, she advocated hard for her comrades. As one of the few women on the Hooks Veteran Organization, she personally helped people fill out paperwork and lobby for pensions, yung mga pension ng mga 
veterans. Oh, kasi diba dati, oh. well, not until today din naman, kahit na pinangakuan itong mga war veterans na to, especially during world, yung oh. mga nasa World War, and including the hooks yun, ha, oh. na magkakaroon ng parang compensation, pero hanggang, wow, hanggang recently, hindi pa rin siya nabibigay. And sadly, hindi pa rin siya talaga na fulfill hindi pa rin natutupad yung pangako na to na kunti-kunting namamatay itong mga veterano oh, no, natin, no, di ba? No, Pero hindi pa, hindi pa siya nalakuha. Tapos at the same time, ay, ay, at nakakalungkot dun, kasi syempre, yung pamilya nila, mas, mas nahihirapan na kumuha nito. Mm-hmm. Tapos si Commander Liwayway, kahit na matanda na rin siya itong panahon na, itong mga panahon na to, hindi siya tumigil na ipaglaban yung karapatan Ay, pero namin sa kanila, which basically oh, was their right now. Oo, right eh. Kaya nga, so, ayun siya. So, makikita mo yung yung pagiging firm niya, mapaglaban yung rights nila. And also, she was also very vocal about women's contributions in the war effort. All while raising her son and eventually helping her son raise her grandson. Remedios Gomez Paraiso died at the age of 95 on May 15, 2014 of cardiac pulmonary arrest in her house in Quezon City. From do sa mga nagawa niya sa nung wartime, yung contributions niya sa pagtulong sa mga uh, kasama niya sa, sa hooks, tas makikita mo on the side, personal life niya, nakapag-establish siya ng magandang buhay. Well, I, I can't say for sure, pero the fact na nakapagtapos yung anak niya at nakapag- naging professional. So, makita mo na yung sinasabi before na yung yung expectation sa kanila, na-surpass na yun, tsaka na-uphold niya yung rights niya. At na, at I think na na-share niya itong, itong mga contributions ito sa pamilya niya. And na nagiging proud itong mga kapamilya niya sa kanya, especially yung anak niya. Na hanggang ngayon, actually, mukhang active pa rin naman sila sa pagpapaalam or pagpapakilala sa mga contributions at saka yung mga iniwan na legacy ni Commander Liwayway at yung mga gusto niyang malaman pa ng, ng mga Pilipino sa mga kasamahan niya nung panahon ng Hapon. Yes. 2020 ngayon, this marks the sixth year of her death anniversary last May. Um, I would like to read this quote and this was from her when she was talking about her service. She said, Filipino women played an important role during the war. Like their male counterparts, they held responsible positions in fighting the enemies. They dedicated their life to a noble cause, not only to drive away the Japanese invaders, but also to pursue the struggle for genuine freedom, true justice, and democracy. I hope that someday the role of these unsung heroines will find a place in history. And I'm very proud na I think naman dito sa podcast na to ginagawa natin yung part natin para kahit pa paano makilala sila. Makilala sila. Nakakatuwa no kasi sila mismo nakita nila yung nakita nila yung kakulangan ng sa pagkakilala and representation ng mga kababaihan especially during wartime, especially during yung mga panahon na ang alam natin, ang well, ang immediate thought ng mga tao ay mga kalalakihan ng lumaban. Uh-oh. Nakakatuwa na sila mismo, advocate sila na para malaman ng mga tao sa present time at Uh-oh. sa future times pa, sa future pa na 
may mga taong ganito. May mga taong katulad ni Commander Liwayway, nila Josefa Yanis si Skoda, Selang Bangsik, Trinidad Texor, at kung sino-sino pa. O, diba? Sa lahat ng mga yun. At madami pa nating, madami pa tayong nakikilala. So, nakakatuwa. Kasi, madami na, madami tayong representation, madami tayong kababaihan sa Pilipinas na throughout history. Actually, hanggang modern, hindi ko talaga na bukod sa makilala yung role natin as babae is pinaglalaban talaga nila is equality for alam mo yun for, for everybody for children for, for basically the, upholding the rights uh, of the, the rights people, of people lang. hindi right. lang na oh paglaban natin itong babae tayo maglaban hindi, hindi naman hindi yun naman yun yung focus nila eh. ang focus nila is for everybody talaga oo oh, oh. Kaya lang, naman, kaya lang naman meron itong podcast na to. At saka syempre yung iba ding mga gumagawa ng mga content, content about them. Ang gusto lang natin is ma-recognize natin na merong babae. Oo. Merong Pilipina na may contribution sa ating kasaysayan, sa ating current times, di ba? Tapos, ayun, kahit na hindi naman yun yung focus nila sa paggawa ng mga na yun, actions oh. na yun, nakakatuwa lang na naririnig, naririnig natin sila, nakikilala natin sila sa panahon natin ngayon. And hopefully, naka-inspire tayo ng mga tulad natin kababaihan at saka kung sino pa mga tagapakinig natin, di ba? Oo, kasi ako, na, ako personally, nag, nagre-research lang ako, na-inspire ako, excited na excited ako ba lagi na may bago tayong episode kasi parang excited na ako na ikwento to, excited. Kasi pag ako binabasa ko siya, nagugulat ako gusto ko maraming pa, oo, gusto ko marami pang mas makaalam. So, alam mo 'yun, 'yun talaga yung ano yung natin, pag-compile eh. natin dito ay makatulong para uh, maka-inspire ng mga Pilipino party Pilipino na mga so, pa talaga ma- on a more personal level. Natutuwa ako yung doon sa possibility. Baka kamag-anak. Kamag-anak. <laughs> <laughs> mga Gomez. <laughs> so, tsaka diba natatandaan, so, parang ko. survivor din ng war si Lolo. Oh. Ano siya eh, nakaranas pa yun ng veteran. He was a right? But that's for another story. <laughs> And another podcast siguro. So, baka, baka no. general tayo. Baka. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we end this episode, I, w- I want to to play a clip of the interview of uh, of her son and grandson. This uh, is from ANC. Just ipiplay ko siya. Oh, sana so mas matutulong pa. Kasi yeah. technically, parang medyo primary source sila ni Commander Lee Waiwai. So, mas maganda yon, di ba? Uh-uh. So, here's the clip, guys. She was many things. She was a woman warrior, a mother, a grandmother. She was a wife. She was a comrade. She was a leader and a good friend to many of her comrades. It's very easy to romanticize and put Commander Liwayway's life on a pedestal. But is that enough? Do you think that's what she really wanted all this time? Hindi. Ano po yung gusto? Ang uh, gusto lang niya, kung ano yung pinaglalaban nila noon, equality. Equality. Uh, ng buhay kasi, laki siya sa province. Kaya sa probinsya nila, nung mga panahon ayon sa Pampanga, yung mga land eh nasa mga kamay lang ng mga iilang iilang mm-hmm. and it goes ma- sa matagal na panahon mm-hmm. at ang sharing nila noon it is about 30 70 
30 lang sa mga farmers mm -hmm. at uh, 40 sa mga mayayaman, which and, is very unfair. And not much has changed. Not much has changed. Was that one of the, was that one of her, you know, misgivings? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, sad frustrations. points, frustrations? Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was. Mm -hmm. That's why during maski latter part, parts of her life, she tried her best to help everyone. That's why out of retirement, bumalik ulit siya hook vets mm -hmm. to help the hook her former comrades to get pension para makatulong lang. I mean, kasi alam niya, she knows, ito yung mga kasamahan niya eh. I mean, they fought for the country. Oh, you know. Parang sa kanya, ayoko iwan. Even if I'm retired, engineer na yung dad ko, doktor na ako noon, she still helps. Thank you for listening. As always, make good choices. Just to be kind and just to be happy. Stay cool. <laughs> stay awesome. Also, stay safe out there. Bye! This has been Inya Colada. If you want to drop a feedback, suggest a topic you want to hear for future episodes, or kung gusto niya lang mag-hi to let me know you're there, you can reach me through email at bayaningfilipina at gmail.com through Twitter at at byfili2020 and through Instagram at at bayaningfilipinas.